Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Justine Podcast. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to get back into Entrepreneurs, Entrepreneurs 18, um, what, is, what am I talking Rhythms, right? It's been a while since I did an Entrepreneurs, um, I think probably like two seasons, maybe. I don't know. I don't even recall the last time I did Entrepreneurs, uh, but I know, if I'm not mistaken, the last episode was on adaptation, but I've been Entrepreneursing. You feel me? But y'all know how my episodes have to go anyway. I have to feel it. It has to come to me. And then once the moment comes to me, everything else, I get the green light that I know that I can have an episode on it. So we're back with entrepreneurs because rhythms are, I feel like rhythms is a necessary conversation at this point because, um, I don't know, I guess just feel like it's a good time. And I was, we was in book club in Iwi and while we were in book club, uh, the spark came because we were having a conversation about uh, inertia and momentum and things like that. And then, you know, start talking about rhythm, like rhythm is an intermediary space between inertia and momentum. And that like that is one of the hardest things that that gets people because they don't understand the power of rhythm. And I, I ain't talking about dance. Motherfucker. I'm talking about rhythm as in see what people don't realize is that rhythm creates tempo. Rhythm is a rhythm creates the pace right? Rhythm creates the pace. And as an entrepreneur, uh, in the entrepreneur space, pace is everything. And I don't think we realize how important pace is. I didn't realize how important pace is because I used to be a hustler. Like, you feel me? I started my entrepreneurship off as a hustler. I've eventually evolved into it, but I started off as a hustler. So I don't know motherfucking pace is get this money as fast as you can. And that's cool. Get the money as fast as you can. But at some point it gets to the point where as fast as you can constantly burns you out. If you constantly sprinting, Eventually, you're going to get tired. Now, when you're running at a certain pace, when you're moving at a certain pace and that pace gets comfortable, now you can speed up without compromising, you know, the integrity of, you know, what you're doing. And I think that's a step that's often missed. I ain't going to say it's often missed. I'm just going to say it's often not talked about publicly because you feel me. There's things about entrepreneurship that, you know, are hitting codes that you just have to experience to know. I can tell you all day long, you know what I'm saying? Keep them in. Like I used to be in the, um when I was in the MLM. They always talking about the big mode. Like we was reading a book. Uh, they gave us a lot of books that we was reading and shit. But one of the books that they was reading talking about the big mode, always mo- maintain momentum, maintain momentum. And I've learned that we look at momentum as an all or nothing thing. It's like once you start gain momentum, it's like you don't understand that momentum is an ongoing thing. And with it being an ongoing thing, it's going to continually produce and keep running. Right. But we think once we get the momentum, we need to be at a velocity of fucking 250 miles per hour. Like, nah, you got to develop your pace first. Feel me? That That is a very intermediate, that's a very important space between the overcoming inertia and um, gaining momentum and maintaining momentum is developing a solid pace. A lot of us, when we're going through the entrepreneurship journey in the beginning, we don't really set pace. And the reason why I know that is because not just from my own perspective, just from everybody that I involve myself with, because we approach entrepreneurship as if we're late. Late for fucking what? Like really sit and ask yourself that question. Like we always sit and say, you know, um, oh, I got to catch up. I'm running out of time. For what, motherfucker? Like, you feel me? I learned to start looking at life differently and it kind of helped with this. Like I no longer look at like I had con- I had conversation with people where they'd be like, we don't use the same 24. I used to be a motherfucker to say that. You feel me? 
I used to be a motherfucker to say, yo, we ain't got the same 24. You're right, we don't. But then I started looking at it bigger than that because I got tired of looking at every single fucking day. Every single fucking day doesn't matter. If you paying attention to every day, your rhythm gets thrown off. You see what I'm saying? Your rhythm gets thrown off because you can't develop a pace if you're starting over or you're constantly revisiting the same day. You have to think bigger to figure out how to fill the days to develop the rhythm. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Is that it? Follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Why do I feel like I'm not saying that shit right? Underscore just underscore scene underscore. That is the name. Am I saying that shit wrong? Underscore just underscore scene underscore. That I think why did I why that don't sound right? I hope it ain't time to change because that don't sound right. Fuck it. Uh go visit I am just seen. Wait, hold on. Go follow me on Instagram underscore just underscore seen underscore. Go check out my website at Iamjustseen.com to get all things that are just seen. So all those who tip donate sponsor the podcast, you are greatly and sincerely appreciated. To all those who would like to tip donate sponsor the podcast, you could do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. So y'all know the vibes. That's that for this and that's this for that. But when we come when we come back, we're gonna dive into Entrepreneur's 18 rhythms. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the SoForel series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I don't know why that shit don't sound right, but I ain't going to dwell on the shit. It's like, that's it. I think underscore, just underscore, say underscore. Yeah, that's it. Just didn't feel right. Just don't sound right. But anyway, getting back to the rhythms, right? So when we consider rhythms, right, rhythm is how we maintain pace. You know what I'm saying? I'm, even if you're looking at it from a music perspective, you get the metronome and the tempo, you feel me? It's how you maintain the pace. Tempo, pace, all of that shit's the same thing, but it derives from rhythm. You know what I'm saying? And what we don't pay attention to the rhythm, rhythm is also a universal law, right? It's one of the 12 universal laws, right? But the law of rhythm denotes pace. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, this is why I was saying like the element of sound or being musically inclined helps you align with the um, twelve, the law of rhythm. The law of rhythm states that, in a, in a nutshell, that because I got I got the twelve laws of the universe episode way back when, so I'm not gonna dive too heavy in that. But basically, the law of rhythm states that things stay in a certain pace and a certain rhythm. So either things are gonna be in pace, like pacing well, or they're not gonna be in pace. So when we consider entrepreneurship, like I was saying. A lot of people go into it like I'm late. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm late. I'm behind the curve. I need to catch up to this, or I got to do this by the end of the year. As a motherfucker who said that tone and said I got to do all of this by the, I remember, man. I said I was gonna sell a hundred thousand books, copies of Sofer. Sofer three had not even been conceptualized yet, and I said I was gonna sell a hundred cop, hundred thousand copies of Sofer one by October of 2017. Sofer two dropped in in September. 
I said within less than a year. Wait, September. Yeah, I said basically in less than a year, I was going to sell 100,000 copies of a book. Inertia, the starting point, because I didn't have any sales yet. Because Well, I did. I had a few. Well, no, I didn't have any sales because I launched the ebook first. Actually, because the ebook came out in September, on September 2016, then the actual physical book came out in November. So um, the ebook, I had given a few copies away just to get my feet in the door and say, hey, look, here's a free copy of the book. Tell me what you think about it, blah, blah, blah. Share it to your people, right? Um, so that's pretty much all I had. So I'm going from inertia to momentum. 100,000 copies of a book is the, the momentum, right? I ain't have no marketing. I ain't had no, all I had was the excitement of I wrote a fucking book and I got social media and this shit can blow up. I ain't had no systems. I ain't have nothing in place. Right. So I wanted to go from the inertia to the momentum and I skipped the step of rhythm. Right. I skipped the step of rhythm. Rhythm was going to develop the pace because now had I took the time to say, take a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand books. I'm not going to do the math right now, but a hundred thousand books. Right. <laughs> And you have 365 days to do that. How many books do you have to sell a day? You feel what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I am going to do the math on it now because I do want to I want to drive the point home. Why rhythm is important. So we got 100,000 copies that I want to sell um, in 365 days. That meant I had to sell 273 books a day. Did I know that? Fuck no. I was just excited that I wanted to sell 100,000 because I ain't create a plan or nothing. I just saw the inertia. I'm at zero. I want 100,000. By next year, I can do it. You can. You can. That's how the universe is telling me you can, but there's some shit you got to learn first. There's some shit you got to learn. There's shit you got to be proficient and perfect with. That 273, that is the consistent rhythm that you have to use. So now when we talk about frequency and pace and all of this other shit, I have my rhythm has to be so in tune that I can consistently sell 273 books every single day in order to guarantee 100,000 in a year. Feel me? In order for me to sell a hundred thousand copies, so frail in a year's time, I would have needed to be selling two hundred and seventy-three copies of so frail a day. Did I know that? Fuck no. Again, I'm emphasizing that because at the time on social media, I say I had about five hundred to seven hundred followers. <laughs> I'm gonna get all of them to buy the same book every day. For the next hundred thousand years, unless I, you know, I mean, hundred thousand years, um, four hundred thousand copies, right? It don't make sense. Shit don't add up, right? So, what we do often in the entrepreneur space, if you're not developing your rhythm, is you try to create another product. I need more money. I need more money. All right. So this is tapped out. Let me go set it's not. You need a system. You need to develop a rhythm with this, right? When it aligned for me, but I was completely oblivious to it, was when I got promoted. When I was uh. Um, account manager. Well, when I moved from supervisor to assistant account manager, right? So as they're giving us the the game and shit, they start talking about rhythms, and they were like, "So what are your what are your daily rhythms? Daily rhythms, right? So on a job, you automatically you, on a job you spend so much time that you develop rhythms that become second nature. That's the purpose of rhythms. Rhythms develop a pace that rhythm rhythms help you develop a pace that becomes second nature to you. So if you had to speed up, you're not in you're not in chaos. You feel what I'm saying? Moving from transition, uh, not transitioning, excuse me, speeding up from 70 miles per hour to 75 miles per hour, 
you can handle that. You see what I'm saying? You can handle that. But going from zero to 75, that's hard to handle if you're not built for it because that is a bigger gap. That rhythm is a lot quicker. It's a, it has a higher frequency, the rhythm that you need. You feel what I'm saying? As opposed to gradually going up only five miles per hour, you're going 60, you know what I'm saying? And that same, up, you're going up 75 miles per hour, you know what I'm saying, from zero. So when you're paying attention, using that metaphor, going from inertia to momentum, when a tire, when a car is sitting there and idle and you're about to go off the, you know, take off or whatever, what happens before it takes off? The tire squeal. In that moment, there's a transitionary phase between overcome when, when when you're overcoming inertia and you're getting into your rhythm. There's a transitionary phase where your rhythm is stagnant. Just like this car metaphor. It looks like you're doing nothing and you're going nowhere fast because you're developing the system to make sure things work. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that have to go in the tire squealing and shit because the tire has to it spins out and then it gains whatever traction it can after spinning out and then it takes off. It's a lot of that. So a part of your rhythm and your pace is helping you gain traction, which is something that a motherfucker like me didn't have at the time because I thought popularity was traction. I thought a lot of different things were what they weren't. Because here I got people talking, you know, yeah, share this. Now, mind you, I leveraged it right. Because the people who I sent it to, they already amassed a whole lot of followers. They sent people my way. Boom, 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 boom. As this is developing, though, I'm not developing rhythms. But I'm learning about rhythms at my job. Right? So they're teaching us, yeah, make sure what are your daily rhythms. Because these are the things you're going to have to do as an account manager to make things run smoothly. So that means when you come in, you check all of your metrics. Like, these are my rhythms when I was an account manager. I came in. I did the financials for um, to see all of the things that we did. Uh I don't even remember how I used to do it no more, but I did the financial reports. I broke down everything, made sure all the numbers were balanced. I went to the hotel, see what the uh, the reports were, um, how many cars we were going to get in, what we were going to do, see who was going to be on schedule, what, what I needed them here. And by I went in at 7.30, so by like, when I was a cow manager, I started going in the 10. But at the time when I was, you know, showing shit, I was coming in at 7.30, so by like 8.30, 9 o'clock, my system for the day is already set and my rhythms are in motion. So as things are running, if things have to be adjusted, it's not a lot. I'm not confused as to what has to happen. You feel what I'm saying? Just like to adjust from 70 miles per hour to 75 miles per hour. Beautiful. I could do that easily. I don't even have to think about it. All I got to do is put a little bit more pressure on my foot. Right? However, when things start off chaotic, it's going to end chaotic and it's going to stay chaotic until a rhythm is met because in that chaos, a rhythm is still formed. That's the thing about the law of rhythm. There's always going to be a pace maintained, whether you're aware of the pace or not. Right? And that pace has developed the rhythm. Which rhythm are you aligned with? You feel me? And on your entrepreneurs, I mean entrepreneurship, because you know everybody ain't negus. But <laughs> along your entrepreneurs journey and shit, and you're and you're moving, you're moving positively, like how are you developing your rhythms? That's the first point. So as, as they're teaching me about rhythms and shit, it started to translate and other things internally. I still ain't apply shit. Because again, in the time in which I'm doing it, I'm a hustler. I'm not an entrepreneur yet. I can admit that. I'm not quite an entrepreneur yet. I am a hustler. So much so that I'm like, yo, fuck a rhythm, bitch. I can sell this shit. I can just keep developing. So I'm like, yo, let me get followers. I mean, mm mm, mm mm, fuck all that. When you're developing your rhythms, you're coming into developing a pace. Right. A consistent pace. Right. 
And it's when that pace is developed that you can create and you can scale. Pace, when you have to solidify pace that is scaled as a system. We be wondering why, like the healthcare system, the education system, the Medicare, the like all the pharmaceutical, why these systems work? Because they're rhythms. They honor the law of the universe. Rhythm. When a rhythm transcends momentum, it becomes a system. So damn, I gotta extend this episode now. So we go inertia, we go rhythm, then we get momentum, and then we create a system. A system is when momentum can't be stopped. <laughs> let's 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 just justify. Let's let's say it like that. A system is when momentum can't be stopped. Right now, <laughs> right now, you can come into the healthcare system and think you're gonna break it from the inside out. They'll kill your motherfucking ass. <laughs> they got rhythms. They got rhythms to ensure that this system will not stop. Right? How do you overcome that? You feel me? Most motherfuckers think, "Ooh, I'm gonna go into like." The judicial system, for chance, for for example, so many of my people, I love y'all to life because I love the ambition. I love the fact that y'all think y'all can go into the system and change it because you want change. You want shit to be better. You want this system to work. You want to be able to No, homie. It's a system. That means it's already transcended inertia, rhythm, momentum, and it, it already transcended momentum, rhythm, inertia, rhythm, and momentum. I want to keep it in order. That's a system. This shit is going to work. It gets to a point where your rhythms is how this thing is going to work. The momentum is how many, how well this thing. And once the system is, it's like this shit can't fail. And when things jeopardize failing it, you remove it out of the system. I don't even worry about pivoting or stopping the inertia. I don't care no more. Now I have to, now I could just plug and play. That's the purpose of getting rhythms, plug and play. If we look at the systems, that are developed now. It's literally plug and play to the point where United States is a corporate. You have two different people right now. You have people that believe the United States is a country, and then you have people that know the or understand that the United States is a corporation. Two different totally people, and that's where the divide comes in. Most of the people who believe the United States is a country are Democrats. You feel me? Most of the motherfuckers that understand this bitch is a corporation are Republicans. And every day we go, every day motherfuckers are encouraging you to vote, but they're not even knowing what the fuck the conversation is about. The political system has momentum that developed from rhythms a long time ago. You see what I'm saying? And the division is we're going to let the Democrats represent the motherfuckers who believe this is a country. Look at the, you don't have to believe what I'm saying, but listen to the rhetoric that is when you hear a Democrat speak. They speak about, oh, the people, let's tax the rich. Let's do this. They te- And I'm, I know I'm bitching. I know I'm bitching because it's like, you know, I was a Democrat at one point in time before all of this other shit. I only voted one time in my life and I voted for Obama. It, it, it would just so happen that when it was time for me to vote, Obama was the president. I mean, it was time for him to go. So the only two times I've ever voted in my life, I don't vote at all, but the only two times I ever voted in my life were vote for Obama. So I got, I was legally able to vote in 2018. And then the second time, you know, his his second term, I voted for him, right? But if you look at what they do and what their rhythms are set for, the Democrats approach people who believe this country, this this they believe the United States is a country. Conversation is totally different. This is you ever wonder why we argue about the same? We you ever wonder how Democrats and Republicans Democrats and Republicans can talk about the same thing and not be talking about the same thing? 
This is why you have to have debates. Debates are when opposite sides, like you can't have a debate when you agree with each other. And you can't have a debate when you stand on the same thing. You literally have to be standing on different things, but we don't know what we're standing on. We're standing on a country. That's what the whole thing is. The United States is a country. The United States is a country versus the United States is a corporation. Democrats represent the United States as a country. The Republicans represent the United States as a corporation. Take a second and process that and you'll see what I'm talking about. I'll let you, you know, do a quick pause to digest it a little bit because we're going to keep going. You feel what I'm saying? Now it makes sense why Republicans say, oh, we need tax breaks. We need tax cuts because they're focusing on the corporation. Why? The Democrats are the people that are saying, we need to feed the poor. We need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. Because they're focusing on the country. The country been gone. The country been gone. But you need the country to make the corporation work. You feel me? Systemized. Shit systemized. The inertia was already overcome when motherfucking the forces that be bought this shit in the early 1900s right after the, right before, sorry, right before the Spanish flu of 1918. Incidentally, 100 years later, we got the exact same shit happening right motherfucking now. Y'all are witnessing systems being put in place. The shit shut down to over to start the inertia, y'all. So now, hold on, before I finish that point, remember when I y'all know how I always be saying like JP Morgan Chase, I don't give a fuck about the banker, I give a fuck about what he's using when he say certain shit. He say billion millionaires use accountants, billionaires use astrology. How do billionaires use astrology? Because we plan out for 100 years. How do we know how to plan out for 100 years? We understand the cycles and the rhythms of the universe. So we use the outer belt astrology. So we use things like Pluto. We use Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, and Saturn. Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, and Saturn, the outer belt planets. Those four planets are what they chart their shit against. And it's going to give you anywhere between 25 to 100 years if you plan it right. You feel me? If you learn how to plan it right. And then you can create the cycle. Matter of fact, I think Pluto might be the farthest one out. No, 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 because Saturn is 29 years. Yeah. 50, yeah. So planning them out. This is how long they stay before a full cycle comes in. So it's going to give you 100 years. 99 to be exact, because 100 starts the one back over. So when we look at the systems that they have made, if you oblivious to what the fuck just happened right now, they just they reset everything and use this time to overcome the inertia. So they shut the shit down, sent everybody in the motherfucking house. Again, had the corporation one way and then the, the, the people the other way. And um, the corporation and the country separated another way. And then they decided what we're going to do for the next hundred years. We started from zero. The old way died. It's dead. We're not using that way anymore. Now we're going to reset everything. It's going to take took three years to do it. Just like the Spanish flu, three to five years. And then now they're overcoming the inertia. Now you're watching the rhythm phase. Now you're watching the rhythm place. They did the exact same shit. Last, in the last hundred years with the Spanish flu, they dropped Spanish. By the time I was born, it was just called the flu. It wasn't even a Spanish flu anymore. And motherfuckers really didn't give a fuck about it. It was like sometimes you catch it, sometimes you won't. It just happens to be the year that you're going. Some people got their shot, some people didn't. But it was no longer pressed anymore. I know you see where I'm going with this. I know you see where I'm going with this. We don't need masks anymore. Motherfuckers ain't talking about boosters. But this motherfucker is still mutating and changing. We now have the Eris uh, variant, variant right now. E-I-E-R-I-S. It's crazy because Eris is a goddess of the Air. If you look up, I ain't even gonna tell you what it means. Look up the um the goddess Eris. 
and find out what that means and see why would why would you name a variant of COVID that? But nobody's talking about COVID like that anymore. No more. You know why? Because COVID is now replacing the flu, and not only is it replacing the flu as I told y'all it was going to do, but it's now creating a rhythm. We're in the rhythmic phase. The inertia was already overcome when they shut shit down and they put everybody in a frenzy. So now they're developing the rhythm. Once the rhythm develops, it creates the pace. And once the pace develops, ain't nobody going to try to break away from it. We have kids. We have teenage kids. I got a little cousin right now. They just said he got heart, he got heart issues. He got jabbed. They keep trying to tell. I'm, I'm telling them what the fuck the issue is. They like, nah, that ain't what it is. What y'all call it then, my nigga? This kid was perfectly fine. Another thing about it is something that I've always learned. I'm going to get back to entrepreneurship, but I'm telling you, this is entrepreneurship. You feel what I'm saying? In a way. But when we're considering exercise, why do you exercise the way that you do? What does exercising do? It makes your body hot, increases your blood, your temperature in a way, right? What does heat do? Heat speeds up reactions in our body. We don't really, we don't realize that. So when they give you the help, the, the exercise routine, a lot of the shit that's already in you, it helps bake it and cook it faster. Ah, oh, didn't know that. I know. Cause you know, they keep it from you in the school. They keep it from you at higher academia because you know, you fuck up the system. Now, what we do is we level people off. We make, we put them in a point where they have a mental connection to this, where they don't tell the shit. They don't tell what they see. They can't tell what they see. They can't tell this is a system that's going to work. No, this is just something that I need to be a part of because people are are sick. Are people sick or are they made to be sick? Like, do y'all not see this shit? You feel what I'm saying? Because it's a system. The momentum is so far. The, the momentum is so right that it can't be. Case in point, I'm going to use this and I'm going to try to get back to the, because this fits as pharmaceuticals go. Pharmacy, pharmaceutical, pharmacology. The root word of all of those is pharmakeia. Pharmakeia derives from the Latin word that means sorcery. Wow. The moment, the whole pharmaceutical company is magic. Nigga, you don't say. Tell a motherfucker right now in today's time. The system is so wired because it already gone through the rhythm and it's already gone through the momentum and everything. And I might end up changing this episode now that I'm thinking about it because right now it's still rhythm. But it goes through so many different levels. Right. That if I told him, if you tell a motherfucker right now that pharmacy means source, tell a religious person that pharmacy means sorcery. I bet money on it. They're not going to get off their medicine because they're going to process and rationalize. Wait a minute. But yet. I don't know about y'all, but I grew up in a very Christian household. I grew up, you know, and all like our culture is a lot of times like that and shit. We can't watch Halloween movies. You feel me? And then on Halloween, we went to church, shit like that. So motherfuckers know that magic is bad. You feel me? I couldn't watch Harry Potter for a long time and shit. Like, there was a lot of shit because there's you no know, magic and shit. But, but the same people that will stop that won't actually take a step back and say, wow, this is sorcery. I got to avoid that. You know why? Because the momentum is so heavy that they can't get off of it. That's some magic for your ass. That's a system, but that's developed from rhythm. The pace was already made a long time ago. This is a hundred year pace. You can't stop a hundred year pace. You ever been running on a track? You feel me? And you sprint, you take off, you're going to get tired quick. You ever run, notice how you run longer when you start off and you have a pace? You can just keep going. It just feels like you can keep going. But the moment you start off too fast, it fucks up. They knew what they were doing. They don't start anything fast because they build it according to the stars. So while the process takes to get overcome inertia, motherfuckers don't even know. The COVID shit, the frenzy and all of that shit, that was the inertia that needed to be overcome. 
took three years. And so now it took three years to overcome the inertia for a hundred year cycle. You know what I'm saying? Just sit with that for a second. And I'm saying that because it goes back to what I was saying about how I was mentioning about the 24 hours. I didn't get into it, but it kind of transitioned off, but it goes back into the 24 hours. Some of us only focus on 24 hours so much, so we ain't got the same 24. You're right. We can, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? You can't focus on 24 hours anymore. You got to focus on 86 years. 86 years is average life expectancy. That's why I say that now. So when I tell a motherfucker I focus on 86, it changes your perspective. So for example, as an entrepreneur that I am, it took me seven years from 2015 to the exact moment that I am right now. And again, this is an ongoing thing. So it's going to keep going. It took me seven years to actually overcome the inertia and everything for five brands to develop a pace. Right. To the average motherfucker on the outside. Damn, bro, you put in seven years. Well, I ain't going to say seven because what is it? 2015 is 2023. That's eight. Yeah, it's eight years now because I literally moved to Philly in this month of 2015. So eight years to the date when I started becoming an entrepreneur and I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this shit for real. You feel me? Started studying and learning and everything like that. So eight years, I've been in this game for eight years to the date, right? And over time, I began to see that in this eight, seven year, seven, eight year pocket, and I'm already 33, right? And life expectancy is about 86. I plan to live to 125. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I might have cut some years short. I might gain some years back. Who knows? We'll find out. But as of right now, 86 is what it is. Out of that 86 years of my life, I put seven in to solidify four generations. Right? Some people can't see right now. It's like, how did you do it? If you Because what you don't understand is the rhythm, it just has to be passed off. I don't have to do shit. That's what that's the missing piece that we don't understand about these families that run the world. The momentum doesn't stop because they pass the rhythm to their children. The we build businesses and shit to give the kids and say, "Hey, keep running this for me. I need you to do this." No, we they they teach their kids how to understand the rhythm. Put whoever you need to to make the rhythm go. I don't give a fuck. Like, but just don't fuck up the rhythm and make our family lose the money. So these people don't even have to actually go and do jobs and do the, to repeat the same shit. Oh, I blew my knee out, so I want my son to try to make it to the league because I couldn't. Nah, they don't worry about no shit like that. They're going to be like, hmm, what kind of league can we own to where motherfuckers will have fucked up hoop dreams and then push their son to try to do it? Let's, let's focus on that. We're going to focus on a different rhythm because we look at a bigger picture. You feel what I'm saying? Look at a much bigger picture. And so connecting that and making it and, and applying it to how we're dealing right now, you have to learn that the first foundational piece of approaching your rhythms is understand you have to think bigger than where you are. Your rhythms will never make sense if you're planning for a week. Your rhythms will never, like, inertia is like, I, I'm a personally, just from my own perspective, I say inertia, that little window of time is where you fall when you're planning only for a week, a week to a month. No, I'm going to say a week to a year. When you <clears throat> When you're planning from a week to a year, when you're, I'm going to say it different, not when you are planning, when you're only capable of planning for a week to a year, you're, you're overcoming inertia. You dig what I'm saying? Because you're at zero trying to figure out how to get started. So it's like, I need, I can only see as far as this year, where will I be next year? Once you are in pace and you have your rhythm set up, you can now think five years out, 10 years out, 20 years out, because you know how, how much you have to use your rhythm. 
something that I learned just uh, doing digital social media marketing and shit is that once you know, like periodically, y'all have seen like over the last course of this time, y'all will sporadically see my ads, you know, and I was doing it on purpose, like to show y'all, then I take them away, then I show y'all and take them because I was moving around different audiences. I was moving around different things. I was developing perfect rhythm. You ever heard the right the right song? Why don't we apply that to our entrepreneurship? The right song, when you hear the mechanics of it, got the right beat, got the right melody, got the right lyrics, it fits the right theme. Everything works about this song because it has rhythm. It has rhythm and it's able to develop a pace. You feel what I mean? When we can create that same synergy within our business model or whatever it is, that's when we start to grow. What we don't realize is that when you approach this shit as an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur can never scale. You need rhythm to scale. An entre- I mean, um, a, a hustler will never scale. Therefore, hustle will never get over um, that year's hump to overcome the inertia. You see what I'm saying? From one year to like, I say from one year to three years, that's when you're developing your rhythm. When you're able to plan something and say, yo, from the next three years, this is what I envision. Tying it back <laughs> to the 100,000 books I wanted to sell. I ain't had no rhythm. I ain't even had no inertia. Imagine this. Like I just said, the inertia phase is from one week to a year. And I said, in a year's time, I want to sell 100,000 copies. Overwhelmed myself. But, but, asking you shall motherfucking receive. Since I uttered those words, the universe sent me the opportunity to try it. <laughs> it's like, yo, you didn't have a market. At the time, I didn't have a marketing budget. I just knew I was going to boost them posts. I, <laughs> I said, I'm going to put $5 on this post and hope that I get. You know what I'm saying? You can't hope. Rhythm leaves no room for hope. I don't hope about shit no more. You feel what I'm saying? So what I was saying about testing with the with the ads, now that y'all see my ads, there's a rhythm there. There's a rhythm there. You see them? You know what I'm saying? And I knew what I was going to do. I didn't want to. I didn't. I knew that once I crafted everything and it was going to be set, I said, I'm not changing shit. So I'm going to wait until everything is on point. So I built everything. You feel me? I took that time to do to overcome all of the inertia at one time. You see what I'm saying? Because imagine if you're building multiple brands and you're supposed to be building multiple brands and you don't put the inertia behind the first one. That'll defeat you and the other ones and whether or not you can do it or not. So I built all of them together. In the shadows, I said, because when I come out with this rhythm, I'm not going to have time to stop because I'm pivoting on to something else. Now I got the rhythm. Once the rhythm is set, now you can develop the momentum, as I said, to transition it into a system, right? But before it becomes a system, it has to be a motherfucking rhythm. And what does that exactly look like? You feel what I'm saying? Because when you're developing your pace, it has to be, you know, small. For example, when I first started running ads, I never forget it. I would boost the post for $5. Right now, this is how this is how much I've grown and developed and, you know, developed the the understanding of the world with all the understanding importance of systems, the understanding importance of rhythms. So when I first started boosting posts, um, it had to be like 2015, 16 ish. I did it. Yeah, 16, because that's when I wrote the first book. So 2016, I boosted. I started boosting my first post. I put five dollars in and I reached like a thousand people. I didn't even know what the fuck reach was. I just knew I had seen a thousand eyes. How many of these people actually clicked the link? How many people did you convert? How many people are actually inter- interested? How many people are will, will convert 
you know what I'm saying? And click it, click it again if you ran it again. There's a lot of shit that has to go into that. You know what I'm saying? That I didn't know shit about. So again, $5. I reached like a thousand people, but only two people clicked the link. So I'm going to put in perspective what that represents. So out of $5, if only two people click the link, that means the conversion rate is $2.50. For every $2.50 I put in, I'm only going to reach one person. If you are in the EWE, this is going to make a whole lot of sense of how everything is connected to me. If you are in the EWE, master in the market, you know that I value my time. So you know that I pushed it into a position where we, in 15 minutes, we know everything about the market now. I know a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of episodes ago, I said it takes about 30 minutes. I know that's the purpose of rhythm. My pace is so so wired that when I want to learn a new process, I can do it without skipping a beat on nothing. And it'll just enhance and get better. So now we're at the point where we can literally do everything in the market and be done in 15 minutes and know exactly what's going to happen for the next 24 hours. Right? I'm using that and I'm connecting it to the $2.50 because it's like when I started trading and investing, I didn't have a large account. That's something that affects a lot of people. I don't have $10,000 to start in the stock market to diversify a portfolio. Nigga, I got $100 that I got to grow tomorrow. That's how I started trading and investing. I didn't, I, I, that's what a lot of people miss. When, they, when I tell people, example, you ever heard the phrase where they say, a millionaire who gives a woman $10 is not the same as a broke man who gives a woman his last 10. Ooh, I'm gonna say like this. A person who gives somebody their first $10 is not the same as a person who gives them their last because I gave you everything I had. You gave me what you could spare. It's different. You see what I'm saying? So when I approached the markets, it was never, you know, I'm going to stack up ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and then go hit the markets. Fuck no. I'm going to figure out how to do this shit with a hundred. I'm not putting no more than a hundred dollars in the market. I don't give a fuck whether it was Forex. I don't give a fuck whether it was stocks, crypto. I said, I am not putting more than a hundred dollars in the market. Now, what they tell you is this, you need the more money so that way you can at least profit and, you know, move forward and develop and grow because it's going to be a slower process. Mm -mm, mm -mm. There's, here's the balance. I'm going to tell you right now, here's the balance. The more money you need, the less knowledge you have to have. The less money you need, the more knowledge you have to have. So I created a course. I could have very well been patient like everybody else and stacked my money up and waited and been out of the game. Mm -mm, fuck that. What can I do with this hundred dollars right now? That led me into a position where I became so proficient at this shit. I don't need a big account. Now it's crazy because now when I talk to people, they say, man, I'm not trying to put five, $6,000 in this motherfucker only to get a hundred and two hundred dollars. Who the fuck does that? I say, yo, if you fuck with me and you put $5,000 into the motherfucking markets, any market, I can put money on it. You're not going to pull no $100 out off that 5000 I could put money on it. And this is not just the, 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 the hope. This is not just the speculation. Or this, no, this is the experience. I know exactly what the markets do, where they do it at, because I've been doing this shit for so long with a small account. A big account don't mean shit to me. So now when people say... You got to diversify. I don't diversify shit. I'm that fucking raw. I don't need to diversify because I don't get in on negative shit. I only fuck with positive moving. You know what I'm saying? Movements. Do you get stopped out? Yes, it's the nature of the beast because bigger players and smaller players all interact at one time. But to the core of it all, the same consistency happens because I have a rhythm. If you're in EWE, you know now every day by 
Now we switch the time. So 8.30, we go, in, we go in. That rhythm is set. That rhythm is set. From that rhythm, we are we define, we break it down to at least two trades. For the if we're doing forex, we break it down to um, well, we break it down to eight. Eight ones that are be good. I always do a top eight. I only use two because this is the rhythm that I developed. These are the best trades for me. And I break them down in the actual EWI. But we have eight that'll work in the, um for the next 24 hours in the uh, forex, and then you have seven that'll work for the next 24 hours in the stock market. Crypto is what it is, but crypto, you can only buy it. It's not trading right now, so there's not much time with crypto so that's still you know hanging but the stock market and the forex market yeah yeah the rhythm is on point so we're not worried about oh what should i trade like i'll be watching people that do the forex and shit. they be like yo i got eight different spreads for what just in case one don't work i don't give a fuck about eight different spreads and one don't work now when they say well isn't that risky if you only trade in one not when you know what the fuck you're doing so tying that back in, same principle. When it came to boosting posts, $2.50 for every one person. Doesn't seem bad when you don't have any experience behind that shit. Oh, nigga, I put in $2.50. Then you expand it. I'm putting myself into perspective and saying, if I want to sell 100,000 books, let's just say every person that clicks buys a book. That's it'll be. It, I would need two point five million dollars to sell a hundred thousand copies of of, of Sofrel, Sofrel one. Hmm. I said I don't. Mm, that's really what it's gonna take. It got to be a better way. And there is a better way. Here's the reality. The less you know, the more money you have to put in. The more you know, the less money you have to put in. I'm living proof. I'm telling you. You feel what I'm saying? So when learning the investment side, I was like, okay, what's beyond boosting a post? Oh, you have metrics. Oh, you have conversions. Oh, you have people that buy. Y'all know all of this shit. So when I learned the backside of social media marketing, my ads from where I started went from a conversion rate of $2.50 per boost post to now every marketing campaign that I'm going to get, every ad, not speculating, not just hope. I can literally show you piece by piece how I do it, how I orchestrate and how I send it. Every ad now runs about, it's about on average 20 cent per conversion. Mind you, now I get it. Well, seeing is that really, that's impressive. That's impressive. Now I'm going to show you why it's also impressive because at the time when I was putting the $5 in, you know what I'm saying? Boosting the post for $5 a day. I was putting, I was having a budget of $250. Right? I still got, well, I scaled it. But I was working with a budget of $250. Because I was like, I'm not, in a month's time, I said, I'm not putting them on the $250. You know what I'm saying? But in that, in learning that, when breaking it down, I started off putting $5 in. Now, here's what's dope. Put $5 in to get $2.50 out. Right? Per conversion now i only run three dollars i mean i'm using it in the scale and how i'm gonna give you the formula for what it scales into so now for every ad i only use three dollars two dollars for the main ad right that's the, the that's the face i call it my face ad i use two dollars for my face ad the two dollars for my face ad is gonna run not only to my main audience but i spend it out to another audience. So this is why y'all see my ads and shit. And then sometimes y'all don't see my ads because also my ads are catered 
to the motherfucker. So if you've been looking for masculinity and shit, you're likely going to see so for real. If you've been liking a comment and sharing anything that is related to masculinity and the development of a man and all this other shit, you're going to see my shit. Because I know how to create my copy towards what everybody else is viewing on social media. You feel what I'm saying? Which is why I wanted the last episodes. If I said in the last episode, but I'll say it here because it is entrepreneurs. So on my ads, when I'm running it, it be dudes that be you know commenting in social on my so for real books and shit. And be like, haha, masculinity this and the third. I want that. I'm like, if you, you see my ad on masculinity, you've been looking. So <laughs> click the link. Why are you acting like a little bitch right now? Because you know you've been trying to elevate as a man. You just don't think I'm the one that's supposed to elevate you, but you've been looking for it because you want. You got that yearning. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> I ain't gonna trip. But again, those are things that took time to learn. Going from boosting posts to only that to finding core audiences and demographics and merging into that shit, it comes to a reality. So it goes from just boosting a regular post to now running a campaign that I put $3 in, right? In a day's time, I'm only going to put $3 in, right? And in that $3 that I put in, my now, okay, my conversion rate. So I know I'm jumping all over the place. So for the face ad that I put the $2 in, right? I'm going to I'm going to get about 10 people off that, right? Which means no no, I'm going to get about 20 10 to 20 people. I'm going to say 10 to 20 people. So my conversion rate for that once the momentum gets going is anywhere between 10 cent and 20 cent. That's a very impressive conversion. I don't give a fuck what nobody tells you. And if you look in the actual market like of what digital marketing is, the a good conversion, a very good conversion is about 30 to 40 cent. 30 to 40 cent. 30 to 40 cent. I'm a person, I'm, I don't even look, I don't even care. I know I'm going to get better than 30. Like I do it so much and my rhythm is so on point that I know I'm going to get better than 30, 40 cent to the point. I know I'm going to get between 10 to 15 percent. I mean, 10 to 15 cent, maybe even 20, somewhere around there. That's what I'm going to be. So once the momentum develops, now this is like, once the ad first starts, of course it has to develop the momentum, but I already overcame the inertia by doing the ad copyright. Um, getting the ad copy, getting the right visuals, getting everything, picking the audience, knowing where to send it to, everything. It's aesthetic. Everything is on point. So the first day, I'll probably get like three or four conversions or whatever the case may be at the same thing. And then the next day, it'll be five, six, seven. Then it gets to a point where this particular thing is capped out at how many it's going to get, but it's going to give me the maximum every time. Right? Here's why I do that. So... Once I get to there, I also have running another ad for a dollar, which is my retargeting ad. So if you've interacted with my page in any way, shape, or form, right? So this is why I do my jam sessions. I do the content that I post. I blast it out to the motherfuckers, right? To the world. Now, all you got to do is see my post. You give me three seconds of a video, you're in my audience pool for 30 days, right? For the next 30 days. That's all I want you for. All I want you for. Because you know what I'm saying? Attention spans. So within that 30 days, I'm going to show you all my shit, right? You're not going to see it all that day because of the way the ads are set up. But at some point, you're going to see some of my shit or all of my shit, right? Now, when you do see it and you click it, now you go to a different audience pool. Not only So now, I'm going to get you. Now, this is where the grill marketing part comes into it too and the rhythms in that. Because now, not only did I already show you, you know, the ad the first time, not only are you an audience on my page because you fuck with that. Now you're in my pool. So now when you click on, say, so for real, you're now in the so for real audience pool. So now I'm going to show you some more ads. And now you're now I move you from that pool, from the 30 days of uh, my main page 
But now you're 180 days in SoFrail. So for the next six motherfucking months, you're going to see SoFrail shit. Shouldn't have clicked the link. <laughs> but I got you. The rhythms are so set. And then now I know because of the marketing side and everything, it takes people seven times to see something before they decide to want it. I got you for six months. How many times do you think you're going to see my shit? Not only that, the way in which I set up the ads are just like my, like y'all are seeing this now. A lot of the shit that I was doing was experimentation. Like I was curating a lot of shit behind these scenes, but now y'all see how the page is set up now. If y'all seen the ads, y'all see the ads are just like the page now. So when my ad does show up, you think it's a regular post. I already got your program. I already got your condition. You gonna click that motherfucking link. You're gonna click the link. You feel what I'm saying? If you remember, there was a time when it was like my ads look nothing like my page. I, I did that for a reason. Because I was seasoning, I was seasoning my pixel. That's what I call it. Well, that's what they call it, but that's what I'm calling it here. Seeding the pixel. So that's when you get your conversions and your links and everything. Like, and I know it seems like saying you brag. I'm not bragging. I'm telling y'all how I got this rhythm on point, right? And telling y'all about pace. So having that set up, I got you for 180 days. You feel me? You're gonna, I'm gonna, and then because of that, within that 180 days, I'm gonna keep you because what's gonna happen is, let's say for So Frail, I now have three books. So one month, you're gonna get So Frail content, right? You're gonna get three ads for So Frail One that's gonna retarget you because not only are you gonna see the ones for the link you click, you're gonna see the fact that you keep fucking on my page. So now you're gonna see this So Frail ad. Boom, right? For 180 days, now you're gonna see So Frail One, you're gonna see So Frail Two, and you're gonna see So Frail Three. Now, I don't have to worry about, okay, let me build SoFrail's audience, then write SoFrail 2. Let me build SoFrail 2's audience, then write SoFrail. Fuck that. I gave you all three books. I gave you the whole series. Everything is good. Now, bam. That moment, that inertia, I do not have to overcome anymore. Literally, SoFrail, all I have to do is run ads to it now. My advertising and marketing on the digital side is so potent. I don't, I don't even, I can finish the ad in 15 minutes. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, Forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? Where it once took me a couple hours to get a good one. But again, it took the point of developing the rhythm. So this is why I'm saying that. So for the next 180 days, like I said, you're in that audience pool for $3 now. As the audience pools build, I can keep the same ratio. I can just li I literally only have to add $1 every time I want some more money. When I feel like, okay, these conversions, let's say for SoFrail, off the example, using it off base numbers. So we have $2 that I'm putting in for my main one. And then I have the $1 for the retargeting, but you're going to, they keep overlapping and, you know, guerrilla marketing to your ass. Every $3 that I put in, right? For every $3 that I'm putting in, for one, I'm going to reach. That's another point. So the reach. Remember when I talked about the reach and I was like, yo, I reached a couple thousand people off $5. Yeah, I needed that. 
but now I know how to keep those people. So now, because I'm running the ad from my main page, when you see the ad, whether you click that bitch or not, now my now because of the potency, now I now reach off this same two dollars. I'm going to reach about five to six hundred people a day. Five to six hundred people a day just from this ad. Fuck my page, like I don't like my page is cool, but now it's like from this ad, I'm going to reach this many people. Okay, and that contributes now to the pot that is my page. So now you're back in the audience pool. You're never leaving this motherfucker. You're never leaving this motherfucker. I promise you. Until I stop running ads, that's when you leave my audience pool. And then when the trolls come and shit and they want to check out my page, I got your bitch ass too, nigga. You're going to see my shit too. Everybody's going to constantly see it. So from that $3, right, we get the 10 cent per conversion or whatever. So let's say we got 10 to 15 cents. So let's say we're going to get anywhere between 20 to 15 people, right? 10 to 20 people for $2, right? The conversion doesn't change. Right. When I lower the dollar or whatever the case may be, when I do my retargeting, because it's the same audience that just clicked the link that I just converted to. So you're already interested. So now you're likely to click it again. Right. So where I'm getting the 10 cent conversion for the two dollars, I'm also getting that same 10 because it 10 cent conversion for the one dollar. So now with three dollars, that means I'm reaching now. That, that means 30 people a day are landing on my traffic. 30 people a day that will, will come to my page for traffic. Right. That's so frail. Now, mind you, I'm only using three dollars. I'm just showing you how the numbers are going to work because <laughs> this is how the numbers work. So, for three dollars a day, I'm I'm connecting with thirty people. Thirty people are going to fuck with it. Out of the five to six hundred people that saw it, thirty motherfuckers is going to fuck with it. I fuck with the thirty motherfuckers. Now, those thirty motherfuckers are the motherfuckers that are going that I'm going to nurture. You're going to see my shit seven more times. You're here now. I got you. For 30 days, I mean for 180 days, you motherfucker, the 30 motherfucker, I got you for 180 days. I'm getting 30 new motherfuckers every day. Just for dramatic experience, I'm getting 30 motherfuckers every single day. Now, some of these people are new, some of these people aren't, because some of them are on the page, some of them are new to the page, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, 30 conversions are being made every single day. That means 30 people have come to the link and said, hmm, I'm interested in this. You're going to see it again. Okay? Now, from that, that is in a single day's time. This formula now works, like I don't now, this formula works for every single brand that I have the exact same way. The numbers do the same shit. So now the rhythm is set. This is my rhythm, I'm gonna let y'all know. My rhythm and my pace is the ratio of $2 to one. $2 for my face ads, $1 for my, um, for my retargeting ads. That's my ratio, right? That's the rhythm. I no longer have to overcome the inertia. I know, I know that once I do this, the inertia is going to start moving and my pace starts. Now I develop my pace. The longer you run it, it's why I run them for 30 days. The longer you run it, the more it starts to generate the pace. So now, how social media ads work, how Instagram and stuff works, once you get 50 conversions, it locks in and now it speeds up. All they need is 50 conversions within a week's time to say, hey, we now know who to go look for. We know who to go look for. So what I also do is I turn on a little piece where it says extend beyond the audience if it's likely to prove, improve, uh, improve inform, performance. And most likely it is because there's people that are not a that are not in your audience pool that still think like your fucking audience pool. <laughs> so now when it runs to it and now the fluid is moving, once you get over 50, now it starts to count and say, we know exactly who to go look for. 
And now when you've been storing it as a conversion and you're running it as a conversion, it only looks for the right people. So now the rhythm is set. I don't even have to worry about, oh, you're go. this is so for your audience. I don't even have to think about that. This is hitting the raw audience. I don't have to think about that. This master in the market audience. I don't have to think about that no more. The hard part is done. Now it's maintaining the, 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 um, the rhythm. So now all $3 a day, all I have to do is add more money. The numbers multiply. So we for three dollars a day, I'm reaching thirty people. Three dollars a day, I'm reaching. Th I'm, I'm for three dollars a day, thirty people are landing on my um my content, showing interest. But I'm reaching five hundred. I'm using that because I'm about to do a multiple. A multiple, right? If I just put thirty dollars instead of three, thirty dollars that now multiplies everything by ten. I'm now reaching three hundred people every single day. I know no, 300 people are landing on my page and now I'm reaching 5,000 a day. I ain't got to touch it, but the system remains the same. I just got to put more money behind it. You feel what I'm saying? And the money that I put behind it comes with the money that comes. Everything now is self-sustaining and, you know, self-sufficient and putting itself. It took a it took a decent amount of time to get there because so frail, I ain't gonna hold you so frail pissed me off the most because of everybody oh is it on amazon can i buy it from amazon no buy it from me bro support black business man buy directly from the stores but all right go ahead buy from amazon now because of amazon it takes up to 90 days to get my money you feel me as a hustler that used to piss me off because i'm like yo fuck that bitch give me my money next week i ain't got time to be waiting for that shit but as an entrepreneur it allowed me to have my life allow me to solidify my systems now i can wait you see what i'm saying because it gets to the point where that 90 days is no longer it no longer counts it no longer it's no longer matter no longer matters which is also a good thing because that means that if i stop running ads i got 90 days to chill just from so frail alone everything else is pretty much within a week the next day or whatever the case may be but because so frail is my longest one that's what i base all of my my shit on you feel what i'm saying oh 90 days i ain't getting paid for another 90 days bro you see what i'm saying when i get 10 months and so now tying this into metrics and shit like that like the average person, the average person buys the first time is 3% of people buy the first time. After that, you got to nurture them, but only 10% are going to buy the shit. So imagine if I'm getting 30 people a day of those 30 people, I can anticipate that three of you motherfuckers are going to buy. The cost is so frail. The cheapest one is I make $6 off of it, right? If they buy directly from me. So I really only have to sell one book every day. I only have to sell one book every day to make that ad set work in its favor. So to put $3 in, to generate the product, like if I put $3 in and I only sell one book, right? I've already covered it. I've already actually made profit. I made $3 over. I've doubled my money, right? But out of that 30, 10% are going to buy at some point in time. And I just got to nurture you. I just got to nurture you over the time. That ultimately starts to break down to three books a day. For only three dollars so three if i'm only selling just so for a one this is just so for a one that's 18 dollars a day you feel me at the highest that's if they buy directly from me that's 18 dollars a day from the 18 dollars a day i only put three dollars in that's 15 dollars in profit just from so for a one so frail is a series now you dig what i'm saying you dig what i'm saying and with so frail bring a series and the ad is now now i now multiplied the ad because the ad still run for all three books so now let a motherfucker buy a series or let it like that's it 
Now let three of these motherfuckers who are clicked it by all by the series. Now this is a hypothetical, and I know now it's down to MLM. It's like this is what you could do. Now I'm thinking about the hypotheticals based off of the rhythm that's made. So remember when I was talking about pace. Once you have the pace established, you can freestyle and put in and take out whatever it is, whatever it is that you're taking in, whatever it is that you want. You see what I'm saying? I could put in and I could take out. I can add and say, hey, hmm, just add more money to this. Or let me try this this way. Let me try this way. Once my rhythm is set, I don't worry about whether my rhythm is going to work or not. I'm no longer thinking about the mechanics of other shit. I can now think about more things in the future. I can focus on my momentum development. So if you notice now, I don't know if y'all have heard it, but y'all are starting to get, you know, they'll probably start cycling into your um, system soon. But um, with my jam sessions that I'm doing, every jam session has my website branded in. You feel me? Whether you listen to the motherfucker till you get to the website, because I put it randomly as I'm rhyming it, but that's a part of my momentum. I know I know people like controversy. People like rappers. People like shit like that. So I know how to generate that traffic. I know how to generate that traffic. Now I know how to make people share the shit. Now, because of the way in which I clipped it, now the way that I wish I do my jam sessions, y'all, I'm a, I'm a monster with this shit. Now that the way that I do my jam sessions is I can clip it and add it to content myself. And each one of my jam sessions, because I do them the way that I do them, I have like nice little pockets of I said this, I said this, I said this, I said this. And it's like these are catchphrases. I got in the one of the most recent ones that I just um posted. I have a line where I said, well, what about the hook? Fuck a hook, bitch. I am the hook. That's a TikTok right there. That's a reel right there. You can see, you can you can visualize somebody putting their own flow on the shit. What about the fuck a hook, bitch? I am the hook. Simple. Simple. Now, what does that do? It now creates people who create content off my shit and it sends it back to me. Because now they're going to say, where's the original video? Oh, this is what he was talking about. Oh, I want a different piece. You see what I'm saying? And this, on, this is the momentum that I got to maintain. I don't have to do the rhythm shit no more. But I still need to understand the principles of rhythms. Because understanding the rhythms helps me keep the pace and helps me realize, am I moving too fast? Am I moving too slow? When do I need to speed the pace up? That's a very important piece that a lot of people overlook when it comes to entrepreneurship. The how do I know when it's time to scale? Pace, your rhythm, your rhythm. If you're running on a track, you feel what I'm saying? You let's say, let's say when you first start running the shit, you can only you 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 pace a seven minute mile, right? But you've been doing it for about a month and a half now. Now you're still completing the mile in the same amount of time, but you don't feel like you did any work. Now you can increase your pace. You don't run, you don't move that fast up, but now you increase your pace rather than the seven minute mile. Let me see if I can go for six forty five. Cut it by six by 15 seconds. And then once you cut it, now you develop a new pace at that 645 pace. Once that becomes easy, now you cut it. The win, the win when it comes to when you should scale, when you should move, and when you should do these things, the win is when your pace is no longer affecting you. You feel what I'm saying? When I first started making ads, I was still on some, damn, bro, I ain't make no money this week. Oh, damn, this shit ain't work. Oh, da, da, da. It was like so many things. I, like, I can't scale yet because I'm still trying to figure out how to get this part right, how to get this part right, how to get this part right. I had no rhythm. I was a hustler. Fuck a rhythm. I'm going to put $5. I'm going to put $250 in this motherfucker. You feel me? $5 a day. I'm going to boost this shit. $2.50 a day. Think about those numbers, y'all. Think about those numbers and how significantly, how much it changes. So if, remember when I was using, I said, it's going to take $2.5 million to sell 100,000 copies of a book if I was just boosting the post for $5 a day. 
with no system, no metrics, none of that shit. Now, when you cut it down to 10 to 10 to 20 cent a day, you feel me? Let's just use 10 so we can take off two of those zeros. That's literally, I put a thousand dollars in to sell a hundred thousand copies. That makes more sense to me. I'm not putting $2.5 million in to sell a hundred thousand copies of a book when I can put a thousand dollars in to sell a hundred thousand copies of the book. Why? Because you use less money when you know more. You use more money when you know less. Always remember that. But the derivative point of those is knowing like that, that what ooh, the point that offsets the equation of time and um of the money versus the knowledge is rhythm. Your rhythm and your pace is developed by what you know. Your rhythm and your pace is developed by what you know. How much you know sets the tone for your pace. You don't have to slow down when you're going in the right direction the right way. A motherfucking formula, an F1 driver, an F1 driver can easily do a straight shot at 250 miles per hour. Easily. Well, I ain't going to say easily because 250 miles is a stretch. I think the Indy drivers, they don't break 250. So, But anyway, they be moving, they be moving above 190. Either way, comfortably, and they move around curves and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because they have more knowledge. You see what I'm saying? They have far more knowledge than, than what they, so they can boom, boom, boom. I can execute this. So if they're on a straight shot, you know how easy a straight shot is going 190 miles per hour? If you're already an F1 Indy driver. Because your pace is different. Your rhythm is different. And your rhythm is contingent upon how much you know and understand. Your rhythmic phase should be learning. Learning everything to make the pace work. But what we do is, in overcoming inertia, we accumulate all the information, and we think that that's enough. No. Now put it together. Now, again, we're going to leverage this out because now it expands to the levels of the mind. The level of inertia. Ooh, the level of inertia. You already know what it is if you already know the, um, the system. The level of inertia is the belief. The rhythm is knowledge. You feel me? The momentum is experience. And the understanding is the system. When you reach understanding, you can't be shaken. It becomes either acceptance or rejection. When your system is in place, either it work or it don't. And when it work, it can't be stopped. And when it don't work, it can't be started. You know how people be like, yo, my shit just won't take off because you ain't got no system. You ain't got no momentum. You ain't got nothing that's going to keep sustaining. You feel me? So... When we're trying to overcome this inertia without developing the rhythms is because we're taking all of this information in and not using it. I know so many people now, they, they, they try to have conversation with me and the conversation don't work. I read books on Bitcoin. I read books on investing. Everything. What have you done? Have you ever lost in the market, though? That's what I asked them. That's one of my first questions. When people tell me all of the books they study, I say, how much money have you lost in the market, though? Now, for them, it's, well, I ain't put no money in the market. So, all right, well, shut the fuck up. Because then my next question is, if how much did you, what did you learn from how much you lost? Every time I lost in the market, I took that, I took the money, like when I made the money back, I went and go learn why I lost. I didn't just sit at the motherfucking computer, just, ooh, I know this works. Ooh, I got to keep hoping. No, I said, why the fuck did I lose? Why the fuck did I lose? Why did I lose? I kept asking myself that. I kept going back and forth, back and forth with that. We're doing my marketing and invest. Like, why is it not moving? Why is it not doing what I need to do? Because there's shit you got to learn. There's shit you got to learn. There's shit you got to learn. And the more you learn, the less money you have to put into something. 
off the coin flip. The more money you put into something, the more you're going to learn, which is the which reduces how much money you got to put in the future. You feel me? Because when when you start off the wrong way, you end up putting more money in because you're losing more. When we start off the right way, you go ahead and put the money in first, and now you know where you got to put your money. Y'all know how many how many things that. Over the last year, there's so many courses, there's so many enrollments, there's so many things I do not use anymore that I'm not even going to use again that I didn't even know that I didn't need it because I was just so busy buying shit because I'm like, I need to know this. I need to know this. How you know what you need to know if you ain't took the next step? I think I must try to say it how I said it in the, in the book club because <laughs> I said it and it flows so fluidly, but I was like, the next step isn't revealed until you take the next step, but you got to take the next step. The next, your next step isn't revealed to you until you take your next step, but you got to take your next step. And that's what petrifies a lot of people because they don't know. And they think I can't take my next step until I know certain things. I can't take my next step until I move into this particular space. No, your next step is going to tell you everything you need to know. It wasn't until I started taking my next steps and got out of the inertia and started developing rhythm. I said, I need this. I don't need this because I started in the space of developing your rhythm and your pace. You start to see what's waiting, what's weighing you down, what's speeding you up. What's holding you back? And it's, now, this is where we're going to get crazy. Not crazy, but we're going to get sane, but it's going to seem real. It's going to seem wrong. This is when you start losing people. This is when you start losing friends. This is when you start losing family. This is when you start losing jobs. This is when you start losing school. This is when you start losing a lot of things. And I know I talk about loss, but this is when you start gaining new people. You start gaining friends, experiences, all of that shit. Like The people that I've met over my entrepreneurship journey, I, I personally feel we friends for life. Because you met me in a level where I was developing rhythm. If you here right now and I fuck with you, it's because you never fucked up my rhythm. If anything, you help speed it up. I need you. I need you. Not on dependency shit, but I need you in my life because you a vital asset. You're a positive, motivating force. You feel what I'm saying? And in your rhythm phase, that's when you're supposed to be figuring that shit out. That's where a lot of us get taken out, though. Oh, your day ones. How you going to leave your day ones? If your day ones fuck up your rhythm, they're not your day ones. Because now we got to understand what a day one is. Is the day one the motherfucker who been there for the longest? Or is the day one who's, who's the motherfucker who honors what I was supposed to be put on this earth for? <gasps> oh, shit. I'm talking that shit now. Because your day one is the motherfucker who's supposed to be loyal to the purpose that you're supposed to be giving into this world. Some motherfuckers with day one distractions. Because you wasn't walking in your purpose the whole time. Now, I'm not saying entrepreneurship is your purpose. You can take however many gems you get out of this and you can apply it to wherever you want to in life. But I'm not saying entrepreneurship is your purpose. However, but along your purpose, you're going to develop some rhythms. And along these rhythms, your life is like your entire life is a system. Do you run the own your do you run the system of your life? Think about that. Is the rhythm that you maintaining even a part of your life? Because that changes how you got to approach this shit. Because as you developing, you're overcoming that inertia, you're gonna have all the friends in the world in the overcoming inertia spot. You'll be talking about this. You'll be doing that. You'll be doing this. It's until you start developing that pace and getting that rhythm. You're going to lose a lot of motherfuckers. I promise you. 
I promise you. I met so many people who, when I was writing so frail, when I was writing so frail, oh, I want to write me a book too. All right, what's your schedule? What's this, then the third? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It was what it was. I dropped it. Those people are not here anymore. And those people have not put their books out. It sounds good to talk to a motherfucker in the inertia phase. I'm not an inertial motherfucker. I'm already beyond the inertia part. I'm on rhythm. I got to figure out that shit. The inertia is easy to me. I know how to I know how to get myself started. That's easy. So watching the, the rhythm the rhythm uh, the rhythm develop, you start to see people disappear. You start to see things disappear. You start to see mentalities disappear. There's things that you think right now that you don't there's things that you think right now that you probably would have never fathomed when you were uh, like years ago. But there's things that you don't think right now that couldn't leave your mind when you were younger. Why? Because that rhythm was there. As you develop certain rhythms and that pace starts to set, you realize this is slowing me down. I got to let it go. It's not even a no brainer anymore. That's what that's one of the things about healing that people don't understand because you got to think about a system of life and you healing. You are real. When you're healing, you're now stepping into a new rhythm. That's what people don't want to deal with. Because of what they came from, they want to stay in that inertial space, but they are now moving into a newer rhythm. And that's what the healing is because you start to share shit that you don't need no more. You start to pick up the shit that you do. I know so many women over my entrepreneurship journey who said they were entrepreneurs too. And when I put that pressure to them, they fell off because they didn't really want to get over that inertia because that rhythm shit changes. That rhythm, it changes you because it's either that's that's the transitionary phase. If you want your momentum, you got to develop your fucking rhythm, which means you're gonna start you're gonna start shedding shit. I even had this exact metaphor. It's, wow, it's crazy. Cause I had this exact metaphor with a woman because she was telling me, um, Literally ask me, can I just slow down? Can you slow down your pace so I can catch up? You're 10 years older than me. What the fuck am I slowing down for? That means you fucked up your inertia. That means you wasn't using, you was not developing your rhythm because all of this time, you didn't have no inclination to do what you say you want to do. I got to motivate you to do that shit. I'm different now. I'm different. When I learned that, when I started learning to do, like I was talking about in that past um, episode on relationships, when I started to learn the difference between competition and collaboration, it changed my perspective. I can only collaborate with a motherfucker that I don't have to compete with. To compete, to be in the space of competition means that I'm dealing with a motherfucker who I at least have to see as my same competitor. It means you got to wake up when I wake up. You got to do what I do. No, 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 no. I'm done with that shit. Are you equally collaborating with your purpose the way that I am? Because then I can fuck with you. Because all of the other shit, it goes out of the window. When I know that you collaborate with your purpose the way that I collaborate with mine, I don't even have to second guess whether you're going to get the job done. I know what I put into my shit. So when I collaborate with you, I know just the sole fact that you take it as serious as I take it. I ain't even got to second guess you. Now, when I'm competing with you, then I got to second guess with you because I'm like, yo, you you slacking. You just stand the third. Like, I always... Keep saying it. I don't necessarily want a motherfucker that I got to meet in the gym no more. I need to meet a motherfucker in the finals. Whether you beat me or not, I don't give a fuck. But I need to know that you have put in the work to be a worthy competitor. But we're not going to compete. We about to collaborate. That's the real game that you got to step into, the rhythm. But you got to get in that space where, one, you no longer, like, I had to shed that collaborative mentality. I mean, that competitive mentality, that competitive mentality was what was making me a hustle. It was making me, oh, I'm doing this to stun on y'all niggas. I'm moving, no, collaborative. I'm doing this for my kids down the line. If you're not trying to do shit for your kids down the line because you want to look good for these motherfuckers that don't even like you, I can't fuck with you. You're going to fuck up my rhythm. 
You're going to fuck up my rhythm. I remember I was talking to a woman and shit. She was so big on boss this, boss this, boss this, boss this. And shit. I was like, yo, what boss shit are you doing? We're both employees right motherfucking now. You feel me? Get a big body. You know what I'm saying? All black, all black. That's boss shit. For fucking what? You're an employee still. We're still fucking employees. We don't own shit. It's 2016, 17 at the time. So I'm like, we still fucking employees. What the fuck you mean? Boss shit. Get out of the illusion of the boss shit. Because a real boss really motherfucking has the systems in place. They already got over the... A real boss already has done all of the shit. Now they hire motherfuckers at different intervals at this point. If you look at the positions of any employee's job, CEO, whatever the top motherfuckers that have to main... Those are the momentum maintainers. You feel me? The managers and shit the, that are, you know, at the that basic level... Those are the rhythm maintainers. But then you have the ground people that can constantly change in and out. Those are the motherfuckers that got to overcome inertia. We know y'all ain't going to be here long. We know y'all don't have the initiative to go farther than that. But now as a CEO, I had to create something. I can put people in these positions so I can step away from the shit. My system has to be on point where when I put people into these positions, I can take them out and move them in, but my shit don't stop. They'll tell you right now, your job will fire you right motherfucking now and replace you in two weeks. Because the rhythm is there. You not fucking up no system that work, my guy. Imagine <laughs> now cycling this all back to America as the corporation versus America as the goddamn country. This is something that a lot of people can't see because this shit is built off entrepreneurship. It's not morality. And entrepreneurship, as an entrepreneur, you're seeing now laws are adjusted according to entrepreneurship, not criminal behavior, motherfucker, to entrepreneurship. Watch this shit. If you actually study this shit, a, a long entrepreneurship, that's how laws are created. If it's going to fuck up the money in any way, shape, or form, in any way, shape, or form, it fucks up the money, that's when shit get adjusted. Think about why we have streaming music right now. Think about why we have streaming music right now. Because motherfuckers were downloading the music illegally. So the laws, the piracy laws and all of these things, they came about because we didn't think motherfuckers could steal music. Oh, yeah, you dubbed a tape. That was cool back in the day. It wasn't no problem back in the day. Oh, you dub a tape. I'm losing about $10. Okay, cool. Oh, nigga, you uploaded my whole album to LimeWire and everybody downloaded this shit? That was an amazing thing. If we look at Wayne's Carter album, his Carter 3 debut, that first week he did a million sales. I ain't going to hold you. I didn't buy the Carter 3, but I had the Carter 3. Nobody around me bought the Carter 3, but we had the Carter 3, and he still sold a million. If there was no LimeWire, if there was no downloading, Wayne probably would have went down in history as the only artist to sell over 2 million copies. Over 2 million copies in his first week. Easily. I see easily Wayne would have, he would have went over 2 million. But when they saw that, he still did a million. It's like, yo, we can do something different with this. It became streaming because what we're what what they saw was being said was these motherfuckers consume music more faster. They need it now. They need it now. They don't they don't want to wait. So fuck it. We're not gonna worry about it. now. Now with streaming services, now we can avoid leaks. We can avoid uh piracy. We can avoid so much because now to get your shit on a streaming service, it has to be clear. Samples have to be all like certain shit has to happen. So it stopped a lot of shit. You feel what I'm saying? 
And now we got motherfuckers. Now we convinced them at a convenience. Oh, nah, don't buy. Don't pay $15 for this album. Just pay $9.99 a month. Subscription. Pay $9.99 a month to have as much music as you want to. Whenever you want to. You feel what I'm saying? You don't have to download shit no more. They adjust it. They adjust it. You feel me? But again, in order for this adjustment to happen, the piracy laws had to be written because you can't steal the shit no more. Napster, LimeWire, BearShare, all of them, they got shut down. But they shook the game up. You feel me? The higher-ups only get involved when you fuck up their system. And it's not just anywhere. You can only fuck up the system from the rhythm. When you fuck up the rhythm, now you got a problem. Now you got a problem. If you fuck up the rhythm, you got the biggest problem. You can try to fuck up the system that's too high up. You can try to fuck up the momentum it's too much for you. But now when you're down at the rhythm, or when you're trying to or convince or overthrow or rile up the people that's at the inertial level. Nigga. <laughs> it's, it's the rhythm. When you fuck up the rhythm, when you find the pace of the rhythm and you fuck it up, that's when they get involved. That's when they get involved. Dr. Sabi fucked up the rhythm. He fucked up the rhythm. He didn't fuck up the momentum. He didn't fuck up the system. He didn't fuck up the inertia. He fucked up the rhythm. Oh, wait, you mean to tell me I ain't got to eat? What Dr. Sabi did just by shifting that, he fucked up the food, the food, he fucked up the food and drug administration, the food and drug system administration. He fucked that all up. He fucked up the rhythm of two powerful systems. Yeah, I see why. I, I, yeah. They don't give a fuck if you can't fuck up the rhythm. So because of that, in understanding that aspect, I realized that that needs to be the most important piece of business for me. If the shit, if they not going, if they don't, if they don't blink, they don't flinch, they don't do shit until you start fucking up their rhythm, that means that that has to be the most important piece of business. That has to be the most important piece of their business. And as I started to learn it and apply it to myself, it is. When you fuck up my rhythm, then we got a problem. If, speaking of, I'm going to say this and I'm going to start trying to wrap it up. If you've been paying attention to me for the last two to three years, my rhythm was all the way fucked up. My rhythm was all the way fucked up. Luckily, I wasn't running as directly and I was still in my learning and developing shit. But um, it fucked my rhythm up. In fucking my rhythm up, it gave me the insight to say develop a solid rhythm. Nobody can take. Nobody can stop. You feel what I'm saying? Posting about masculinity and shit and all of this shit. And like when my page got flagged, it didn't matter what I posted. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. This is a transparency moment. That shit, it, 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 I ain't gonna say it broke me, but it, it cracked me. It cracked my shell open because it cracked my shell open to make me a little bit tougher because I felt disrespected. I felt, I felt violated because I'm like, I did nothing but give y'all everything that I had. I gave y'all knowledge. I gave y'all love. I gave y'all polycafe, peace, love, knowledge, and freedom every single day. And to know that some stupid motherfucker, I don't know who it was or what collective motherfuckers, they reported me so motherfucking much that my captions got posted, got flagged. And I will always wonder, they'd be like, yo, this caption looks like another caption that was reported. Reported. I thought it was because I said motherfucker or I said bitch or I said stupid or some shit like that. I never realized that it was because of peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. Because when I put peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, on every post that I ended, 
every post got flagged. So it didn't matter what I talked about. If I talked about uh, trans shit, if I talked about COVID, if I talked about everything, because I ended it with peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, when everything started getting flagged, those four words got flagged on my page. I didn't realize what was happening because I didn't care what was happening. The reason why I didn't care what was happening because I still had day trading and investing and I was paying attention to it. I was like, it's okay, cool. Shit just slowed up. Maybe motherfuckers is sick. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I don't know. Motherfuckers is dying. Motherfuckers is sick. I wasn't paying attention to it like that. Until I came out of the, the hermit shell, I'm like, y'all niggas had me shadow banned. I literally came back when I started getting heavily active and shit. Again, when I started switching the transition, motherfuckers told me, bro, I ain't seen your post since 2020. I said, are you serious? He said, yeah, I remember you was talking about um, COVID and stuff after that. I ain't say, he said, I thought you deleted your page. It didn't help that I was also too building the other five. Because I remember I had the Master the Market course, I mean, Master Market page, uh, Pala Cafe page. I, I shut all of that shit down. So again, I wasn't paying attention to the fact that I was literally being muted. They fucked up my rhythm. That's what cancel culture is. Cancel culture disrupts the rhythm that you have. If your rhythm fucks up, your system falls because you can't develop the momentum again. That's what happened to the baby. When he did whatever he did, they sh- he's like, when he went on, what you call it? It hurt me when I heard these numbers. They fucked up his rhythm so bad that he lost $30 million. Now, mind you, he didn't have the money yet because he had to complete the shows or whatever the case may be. But it's like, nigga, my, my, my rhythm. I had a rhythm in place that was going to guarantee me $30 million this year. Cancel culture attacks your rhythm. You have to be in the space. And this is now I'm giving y'all the nuggets on this one because these are things I had to learn. I had to realize that I had to set myself up to where I could not be canceled. You cannot fuck up my rhythm. Now, granted, I got day trading and investing, so that's cool. But you can't fuck up my rhythm. After having my rhythm fucked up, I would never let my rhythm get fucked up again. I don't care. Now I leverage it. Now when you want to get controversial, you want to report my captions. All right, bitch, now you're in my post. So now that you've reported it, now you got to block me. Now you got to block me. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to fight you niggas back to the point where I now bombard you. So now, y'all look, this is how you pivot and you how you adjust. When you realize your pace is slowing down and you realize what's slowing it down, figure out how to speed that bitch up. And when you speed that bitch up, leverage it. So like I said, now the motherfuckers who troll me and they like, oh, this is this, that, and the third. I troll them back. Because now you're in my audience pool, bitch. And I let them know before I start trolling. I say, yo, I appreciate you talking that shit, whatever the case may be. But And then when they say, oh, I looked at you, all right, all right. Now, you end up, now you're going to have to block me. Now, when you block me, it severs a tie from me being reported. That was my biggest downfall. Because I always say, I ain't going to block motherfuckers. Fuck y'all. Y'all can't fade shit over here. They faded shit over here. I didn't know they was fading shit over here. Because I didn't care about them fading shit over here. But they still faded shit over here. And it bothered me. Because at the end of the day, it was like... Damn, I fucks with y'all. Now, this ain't y'all that are listening. I'm speaking in general, but it's like, it made me sharpen my tool and say, you know what? Okay. So now my rhythm is on point. So now you come in, you troll my shit. All right, cool. I don't care. I don't care. You report my caption, you block it. Guess what? You're going to see some ads. Now you report my caption. Now you're going to see my ads hit you over the head for the next 30 days. Purposely. And don't comment on the ad trying to be sarcastic and shit. Guess what? Because I'm going to delete it. But now you're still serving active ass. Somebody who activated. Somebody who used my page for the next 30 days. You can't fuck up my rhythm no more. Because I realize how valuable rhythm is in regards to momentum and systems. These niggas do not fuck up. The, 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 the cash app motherfucker. The, the, see, they killed that nigga. 
killed him. Motherfuckers like, yo, these motherfuckers just died. No, you're fucking up the rhythm, homie. JP Morgan and them, this, them bankers from the 1900s, they got a rhythm that's in place. You fucking up too much. You mean to tell me motherfuckers can send money back and forth and shit, and they not reporting the shit on their taxes? They doing all shit? Nah, homie. Nah, homie. I get it. They, you know, they ultimately adjusted and fixed and shit, but it's like, yo, too much competition. You feel me? Cash App. Think about how cat. Think how big Cash App is. Cash App is a bank. A lot of motherfuckers don't realize that shit. They think it's just money. No, Cash App is a bank because it has to have the money somewhere for you to be transferring your money back and forth. It takes three to five business days for money to send. How the fuck you think you're getting it that fast? Money sitting somewhere. It boomed up too fast. Think about how, when did Cash App come out? You feel me? Cash App is not even a teenager yet. And it's yet competing with elders. Think about that. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, homie, you fucking up the system. Our shit works. Our, our rhythm is on point. If you fuck up our system, our rhythm, you fuck up our system. Now, we feed our families with this for generations. I see what you mean now, homie. You fucking up my rhythm. You see what I'm saying? You fucked up my rhythm. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. When you fucked up my rhythm, that's when I got a problem. When Franklin and Snowfall, when he lost that $73 million, the rhythm was fucked up. Why? Because that $73 million was what he was going to use to keep generating the real estate and shit and keep the, the monthly payments of the shit that had to be. You feel what I'm saying? Fucked up the rhythm. Now, motherfuckers, Franklin lost his mind. It was about the money. You fucked up my rhythm, homie. A rhythm I can't get back. A rhythm that I that took me killing my friends, killing, you feel me? Babies got killed. It was so much shit that mm, we got a bigger problem. Because the rhythm is that potent. The rhythm, the rhythm is that potent. And these motherfuckers have built the rhythms off of what they built them on. And in building the, these rhythms... What they have evolved the country to is a corporation. I know. I'm bringing it all back. United States as a corporation has a rhythm. It's a lot of rhythms. Everybody want to know, like, why are black people so studied for the law of rhythm? Black people are the physical embodiment of rhythm. Everything that you see that runs rhythmically as a system was catered off of how black people are understood. The computer, the motherboards, um, like everything now even ai now i get it well it's supposed to be based off of everybody again who would i want to program who would i want to automatically run something perfectly the people who have privilege or the people who feel that they have to work twice as hard to get half as much who can i squeeze more out of a privileged entitled motherfucker or a motherfucker who feels that they have to work twice as hard just to break even. So now when we look at how all AI and shit is all patterned and shit, look at the, it's, it's, it's going to cap off. You feel what I'm saying? But even AI now is turning, it's turning into a rhythm. It's turning into a rhythm. You'd better start pivoting right now. There's a rhythm being made right now that doesn't include humans. In 28 years, or 27 years, there's literally going to be called a useless class. A rhythm is being created to give you a useless. I'm going to tell you like this. Here's how predictions work. I always said it, and now I can solidify it, and I can go ahead and draw this to an end. 
you don't predict the future you create in the future is and the future is created by your rhythms the future you want the future you want to have right now is created by your rhythms the very pace that you move in the rhythms that you develop that is what your future is Right now, every every day, every generation, we see the rhythms that they put us through and we choose not to respond to it being a rhythm. This is just the way things are. You think? You think when they start making predictions, say by 2020, by this, that, and the third, they see the rhythm forming. Margaret Sanger won't no fool. She saw the rhythm. We got to create Planned Parenthood to keep, make sure these niggas don't multiply the way they always been multiplying. The rhythm is there. Now the rhythm is so important. Now the rhythm is so potent, the system can't be affected. You tell a motherfucker about Planned Parenthood. Oh, you talk about Margaret Sanger, but what about abortions? I mean, talk about all y'all talk about is abortions, but what about the positive side of it? That's how it's a rhythm. Rhythms cover all T's, bro. Cross all T's and dot all I's. There's not a single thing the rhythm does not see because it counts for everything. So now when a system is in place, you have people that are defended. Women would defend birth control and then complain that they're sterilized. Hmm, how you think that happened? The rhythm. You feel me? Not only so much so, mothers, and I'm speaking because I was a kid then at the time from, from the perspective, but the mothers that raised the generation born in the late 80s, early 90s, they didn't study shit about science or none of that shit. But as soon as their daughters was, you know, do I need to put you on birth control or they just put them on birth control? And they wonder why the girls blew up. They wonder why the administrations was fucked up. Why, why a lot of them can't have kids now? It was called birth control, my nigga. <laughs> what do you think that rhythm was supposed to do? <laughs> control the birth. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process from the peace love knowledge and freedom to the dead horses and water designs all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel because as i always say the best way to fit in is to stand out and what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala cafe clothing I'm going to go ahead and end it there, my guy. I'm going to go ahead and end it there, bro. That's a rhythm. Margaret Sanger said a rhythm that's still being affected right now because it becomes it has become a system. You feel me? The easiest way to break that rhythm right now is just stop having sex. Niggas can't do that. You know why? Because they're going to make sure you keep being promoted and they're going to keep branding sex on you. Sex is everywhere. Sex sells all the fucking time. Because it keeps the rhythm in. Now, why do you think sex is going to put the rhythm side to rest as United States as a corporation? Why do you think sex, if the United States, the corporation, this is what the Democrats fuck with, I mean, the Republicans fuck with, the United States, the country, is what the Democrats fuck with, where do you think they meet in the middle at? Your birth. They need bodies to make all of this work. In order for the corporations to work, they need company. They need they need workers. So you get your social security number. You get moved into the system. Into like we acknowledge this shit, yo. You in the system now. 
but we never identify the rhythm because we don't even know it's a rhythm. We think there's a start and there's an end. You know what I'm saying? That rhythm and space is so important because it's like once you see that pace and you figure like if you want the, if people wanted to end all of the shit that the corporations and the company was doing, stop having sex. Niggas can't do that. Y'all really want to be rebellious? Y'all motherfuckers, I know we talk shit. Oh, you really want to be rebellious? Unplug, have kids off of this, that, and third. No, 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 no. You really want to shut this bitch down? Stop having babies. Stop having babies. And it ain't hard. Like, it ain't hard. It ain't hard. All you have to do is get anybody from the age of 18 to 25. Get the generation from 18 to 25, literally, because that's who they target. Because you feel me? Get the generation from eight. I already did an episode on that, too. We get the generation from 18 to 25, make them not have kids for 10 years. Shit will change. Shit will change. You know why? Because, again, tying it back to the future, you predict the future by creating it. They already anticipate, okay, they're going to have these babies. These babies are going to be here, so these are going to be who we are dealing with for the next 10, 20 years. You feel what I'm saying? You stop a 10-year, just for 10 years, you don't have any kids. The world, just for 10 years. The kids that are between 18 and 25 decide, hmm, no kids. We're not going to have any. As opposed to the shit that just happened with the, you know, the niggas got jabbed and that they just dropped dead. No, different. No. You make the conscious choice to not have children for 10 years. No sex or nothing. I put money on it. Put money on it. The world will change. The world will have to change because they cannot adjust for that 10-year gap. For 10 years, no babies are being made. And it's not because there's a negative birth rate. It's by choice. You took your power back. You fuck up the rhythm. You fuck up the rhythm. Now you can meet on our terms. We'll start having kids again when you decide to give us better um, terms, better wages. You ain't going to do that because you know why? It's not your fault. But you're not going to do that simply because you have wealth and poverty. And you have a middle class. Yo, this is a system. I know, I know, I know. It seemed like I'd be on some shit like, yo, I'd be random. No, i really be knowing a lot of shit. I'd really be seeing that I can deserve a lot of shit. This is all masculinity analysis and deconstruction. But I can really see a lot of shit. The middle class is there solely for a buffer to separate the wealthy and the middle class, but to keep babies cycling through. Because everybody's arrogance is, I can make it out of middle class. I'm going to make it out of middle class. Not without rhythms, momentum, and systems. You think you're going to work, you think you're going to work and save your way out of poverty. And that's where the fuck up is because a lot of middle class motherfuckers don't believe they impoverished. Nigga, you're one paycheck away from poverty. If you lose this job today, then the next 30 days are going to fuck you up. Especially if you live in check to check. And you middle class. <laughs> the system fucking works. Again, you want to disrupt the system? Say, we're not having kids. We'll go to work. We'll do whatever. We're not having kids. Fuck the bullshit. We're not having kids for 10 years. Anybody from, you don't even got to do 18 to 25. Let the mature motherfuckers do it. From 20 to 30, no babies. No babies. Make a conscious choice not to if everybody practiced celibacy for 10 years. That age bracket, I know. Now that's where it's going to get hard. Y'all didn't do that. Y'all didn't have to do that. We're not, it's past us. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all are the only ones that can make this change. You want this change to be made? You want to flex some shit? Tell these motherfuckers we will not have children until things change. I put money on these niggas will adjust this rhythm. They will adjust it to make sure their system doesn't stop because their system is dependent upon people. Why? 
because you have United States as a corporation and you have United States as a country. Republicans are the representatives for the uh, corporations. The Democrats are the representatives for the uh, the country. This is why the Republicans want the tax cuts and shit. I know I'm circling it on back. And the Democrats keep telling you to vote. Keep telling you to keep doing the same shit. Keep feeding the motherfucking rhythm with your dumb ass. <laughs> keep feeding the rhythm with your dumb ass so we can keep getting paid. And that'll, y'all fuck up the system. Y'all will fuck up the system if y'all actually let this shit go. But they understand that because now impoverished, impoverished, impoverished people are the main people who fuck with Democrats. And they're the same motherfuckers who keep saying, oh, if the wealth, if the wealthy just decided to, if the wealthy just stopped being greedy and they just gave all of their money out and because and, we can't do it because we're losers. I mean, I'm, I'm being dramatic, but we can't do it. So you shouldn't just hoard all of that wealth and everything like that. And the wealthy looking like, bitch, make a system. The fuck is you bitching for? I see both sides. I see both sides. I see both sides fluidly because every billionaire, everybody that we can they create a system that makes convenience for us. Quit bitching. Quit bitching and shut the fuck up because you're not going to give. I don't have the money to give. The, neither does the rich person. Neither does the billionaire. They don't have the money to give to them. But they're billionaires. They Yeah, they created a system to give convenience to all you lazy motherfuckers. So when we really, really, when we really want to look at it, the homelessness, all of that shit, it's based off the people. It's not based off the rich people. It's literally based off the people in poverty. And not only the people in poverty, the people that are in middle class. Because the people that are in middle class still want to strive for that wealth. They still want to be that way. So they judge and they look down on the people who, who have certain shit like that. And they don't think, you know. They want to point the fingers. Let's blame the rich people. Let's blame let's blame the people who decided to overcome inertia, develop the rhythm, maintain their momentum, develop a system that we all have to succumb to. That's all wealth is, y'all. All wealth is systems. All wealth is systems. When you have a system in place that can that can create the same reality over you just monetize it. And now you scale it however you want to scale it. Rockefeller said, damn it, I want a fucking education system. I want to guarantee that I can have people to work for me. (laughs) So fuck it. I'm going to create the momentum. I'm going to overcome the inertia by making you go to school at five years old. And for the next 18 years, the rhythm is set. You think the only thing you're supposed to do is go to work and get, go to school and get a good job. Not go to school, learn a trade, learn something that you can set up a system so you can walk away from all of this shit. This is why I say branding, advertising, marketing are so important. This is why entrepreneurship is so important, but entrepreneurship needs to be understood. Entrepreneurship is not just about getting money. It is about getting paid for creating a system that motherfuckers can't get off of. Facebook created a system that motherfuckers can't get off of. Welfare is a system that motherfuckers can't get off of. Instagram is a system that motherfuckers can't get off of. TikTok is a system that motherfuckers can't get off of. All of the shit that you fall victim to is a system that you cannot get off of. Bill Gates says he will not let his children get vaccinated. The creators of social certain um, certain social media platforms say they will not let their kids have one. And yet, we the first motherfuckers to throw our babies to the slaughter. The creator of the system says, I don't want my... <laughs> Hey, homie, look, the creators of the system are telling you that they don't want their kids a part of these systems. (laughs) 
You really think the Rockefellers go to school? You ever went to school with a fucking Rockefeller? You ever you ever went to school with a uh well, I went to school with Chases and Morgans, but not them. You feel me? You ever went to school with a Rothschild? Nigga, no. You feel me? And now we laughing at Nick Cannon. We laughing at shit like that. Nick Cannon is doing what those motherfuckers did. And we don't, but the reason why we don't see what those motherfuckers did, because they skated the fuck off before we were born. In a hundred years, Cannon might be a last name like Rock, like the Rothschild that you'll never see anybody around with that last name. There's so many last names right now because there's too much money. There's too much system involved. I can't just bring anybody into this motherfucker. Love is law. Family is business. I reached a point in my life now where it's like, I know a lot of motherfuckers. I don't, I'm not marrying for love. Y'all got me fucked up. I'm going to love you, but that's not my intention of going into this motherfucker. How well can we collaborate to create the kids that we're supposed to build to keep our system running? <laughs> Y'all, the whole world is ran by families. Eight of them specifically. I don't know the last names of all of them. I don't. I ain't gonna say eight because some of them aren't. All right, it's probably more than eight. But of these families, each one of these, each of these families have come together to own a currency. I know this because I day trade and invest. This is why I tell y'all. I know what I know. You feel what I'm saying? They own a currency, so that means they control a country. Y'all really think? Now it goes into y'all really think the United States is the only country? That is also that is not also a corporation. All of these motherfuckers are. If you understand the top eight currencies of the world, Aussie, CAD, Swiss franc, Euro, Euro, pound, yen, New Zealand, and US dollar, those eight currencies, all of them have a duality in some way, shape, or form, where you have a corporate the country is the corporation and the country is the uh it's the country and a corporation. And motherfuckers don't know the difference between the two. So niggas be talking like, yo, this is a corporation. No, it's not. This country is the land of the free and the harm of the brave. No, nigga. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. Mm -mm. It's all a corporation in a country and people are divided. Poor people, the poverty and people in poverty think this is a country. The wealthy people know that this is a corporation. It's that simple. It's that simple. That's why the people in poverty think they can save their way out of it. That word save is weird. Wealthy people don't save shit. They create systems that generate the shit nonstop. And they keep transferring the money over and over again. I'll say this and I'm going to really start to wrap it up. This is why one of the reasons the biggest thing involved in everything is we, the world is run on maritime laws, which means that it's governed by the water. So everything is designed to flow. Banks, all of this shit. This is perfectly structured to cater to words of, of fluid, of flowing. That's why cash is called liquid, right? All of that is because the wealthy people don't hold shit. They teach you motherfuckers to hold your money. For what? What are you holding it for? Do you have a system that you need this money for? No. Okay, cool. Hold it and let me use it for my system. I'll give you 0.9% <laughs> a year. <laughs> Yo, you can't make this shit up. I'll give you 0.9% a year to use your money to keep my systems running. They don't touch anything. That's one of the biggest misconceptions that we have. These people are worth this money, but they don't even have the money because it's liquid. They touch it when they need it and they keep moving. You create a system that creates the liquidity that you need so you can walk away from it. And then you let the liquidity take care of the system. Rockefeller put the money in the education system. That liquidity took care of itself. 
So much so now that the lottery is based off of the education system. Like, how the fuck does the lottery get up to a couple billion dollars and shit? And the education system is ho- still horrible. How much money are y'all putting into this motherfucker? Like, and and where's it going? You feel me? But again, people would rather have a scratch off than actually to be like, I have people who you know, I I go if I go to the gas station, give me some cigars or some shit, and then I see somebody with some scratch offs. You know, let me get. Two of these, two of these, and they scratched the motherfucker. I was like, damn, I ain't hit. You could have put that $50 into the market. Back to what I was saying, how I reached the point where I'm not, I grew up in poverty. So I know the value of a dollar and I know, I know how to maximize my dollars. So understand, I'm not putting heavy amounts into the market, but I'm going to liquidate the fuck out of that bitch because I understand it. Came with the knowledge. You feel me? And now when you're in that poverty stricken space, it doesn't allow you to see that you can make a system. It just lets you believe that you're a part of one. Middle class people like to believe that they're the most vital point. Like they tell you, we keep America going. We're the heart. We're the heart. All right. Middle class motherfucker, wealthy motherfuckers. These wealthy people are lazy. No, they're smart. They're the smartest motherfuckers you could think of. Cause they said, let me make this motherfucking system and give it to y'all motherfuckers. I'm, at, I'm finally at the point in my life now. All I got to do is rap. Y'all know how fun that. Y'all know what that means. All I got to do is rap. Keep my ads on. Keep my ads running. Like that's it. The rhythm is set. I don't have to. If you fuck up my rhythm, it is what it is. Now this is why they tell you. Okay, make sure you can take your audiences off of social media and shit. This is one of the reasons why I'm branding my website now. <laughs> if you pay attention, I'm not branding shit else. When my jam sessions with my music, I'm branding my website. Iamjustseen.com. Iamjustseen.com. If they shut me down, I don't give a fuck. You know where to find me. You know where to find me. Iamjustseen.com. You've heard it enough to know that this is where I got to go to find it. Systems, y'all. Systems will develop, but you got to have your rhythms first. If you don't develop your rhythms to where you get things in syncopated motion, where it's like every day this is what's going to happen this is what has to happen this is what i have to do you never get to that level of momentum you feel me take some time as an entrepreneur to write down where what goals you want to have right write down what goals you want to have what you want to achieve and break it down by the day and that's how you know how to develop your rhythm when I broke down, I needed to, in order to sell, I needed to sell 273 books a day. I couldn't do that. Not like, like I couldn't do it. Like it was like, no, nigga, I, I physically could not go sell 273 books a day. You know what the fuck I got to do for that? You feel what I'm saying? If me, and that means I have to order the books up front. Now I got an inventory of 270. I got to two, nigga, no. No, no. Because then that's where bookstores come in. You got to leverage that shit, but then you got to get it in there. My book can't go in bookstores. They can't. I know it's one of them in there, but feel me too controversial. As far as I know, I know Barnes & Noble, they they said, fuck you. They don't fuck with Sofrel no more. They take hit in the raw, though, but they don't fuck with Sofrel. So it's, you got to eat shit like that. Can you fuck up my rhythm? Yeah. Barnes & Noble fucked up my rhythm for them. But it's like, bitch, I was helping y'all get money, too. So whatever. But in breaking that down, it got me to the 273 to say, what do I need to do to sell that? That means 
in a 24 hour time. That means I have to sell 10 books. Basically, I have to sell just over 10 books an hour. You know how exhausting that is? Now, mind you, 10 books an hour. Now I got other brands that I got to do too. I don't have that. That's why I got into advertising. I can't mm -mm, do the heavy lifting for me, Facebook. Oh, you already keep the metrics of all of the people, all they data and shit. You know who thinks like what, who likes what. Thank you. Take it over there. Take it from there. Now, where it was once to go for 273, right? Now to do it would be, okay, bet. If I know, just got to basically make the numbers and shit. This is how much I have to put into my advertising account every single day to give me the green light to be able to make what I need to make. You feel what I'm saying? And I got to be able to consistently run it. Like, that's why I got into day trading and investing the way I want to. Because now, when I see what I make in the, in the, in the day trading world, investing or whatever i just made this particular money now it's like i know how long <laughs> i know how long my stocks my ads will be able to run you see what i'm saying if my ads don't generate any money that month but i can still say i can cover my ads because of this because i'm in the market i say i know all five brands three dollars a day fifteen dollars a day i need to at least make fifteen dollars a day in the market to break even now the shit ain't hard my rhythms can't be fucked up so much so that now I could just add another rhythm. If I want another brand, I could just make one. I might even bring Center Raw Frames back. I canceled Center Raw Frames because um, fucking China and COVID and shit. I said, I ain't about to deal with that shit. Fuck it. And again, I was able to, that my rhythm. Fuck it. You're going to fuck up my rhythm. I'm not about to pay for an extra uh, Shopify store. And it, no, mm -mm, cut it down. We don't want it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Momentum didn't stop. See what I'm saying? Shutting down my other pages was because it was slowing my momentum down. I had a lot of momentum on Justine Page. Then when I went to Master the Market, everybody followed me over there. And I was like, damn. But I use my main pages. I don't like talking about market shit all the time. I don't like talking about the shit that I talk about all the time. But now when you make me have to brand that shit, now it becomes a job and I hate it. I started hating Master the Market. I started hating the podcast. I started hating So Frail. I started hating Hitting It Raw. I started hating these things because it became work and I never wanted it to be work. I love them again now. I love them again. But I started to hate them because it's like, now I got to keep talking about masculinity all fucking day. Every day I got to give you some shit about me. Fuck that. I'm like, how do y'all do that shit with just one brand? Don't that shit get boring? Like, damn. But again, it's just who I am. You feel what I'm saying? So shit like that, it, it, I feel like it's really important to to look at when you're developing your shit, your rhythms, man. Find, break down. I know I got over because, you know, I love this episode. I love this. This topic is very important to me. You feel me? Because this is the transition phase for me. But like you break down everything to the day. You break down everything of what it's going to take for you to do that for the day. Now you create your system around the day and then you build it out for the week. Then you build it out for the month. Then you build it out for the year, five years, six years, seven years. You feel me? It seems like it'll seem like a long time the farther out you see. When I started looking, I built what I built for my great granddaughter. It's four generations out. A hundred years. <laughs> it's four generations out that I built this. So it took me seven years of my 86 years to build something to last a hundred. I feel that's a worthy thing. So now when my systems work and my systems are in place, I give my kids my systems and say, just run my systems for me and develop your own systems. 
Now you take my systems and leverage yours. I don't give a fuck what you create. If y'all don't want to talk about masculinity no more, y'all want to dub it, cool, do your motherfucking thing. If y'all don't want to talk about plant-based shit, if y'all want to eat meat down the line, do your motherfucking thing. If y'all change your reality, I don't give a fuck. But continue to use the system to create your own system to unplug from the system. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies and make sure they eat their vegetables. And if you're preparing your baby to be an entrepreneur, stop trying to prepare them to be a business owner. Stop trying to prepare them to be, they don't have to be all of that shit. Prepare them to develop systems. That's it. That's the key. That's the cheat code. Develop systems. Stop trying to start a business. Stop trying to do it. Like Those are cool. We need businesses. Don't get me wrong. But everybody doesn't need a business to be an entrepreneur. Let the business people be business people. You feel me? And let the entrepreneurs be the entrepreneur and figure out the number one goal for entrepreneurship is a system. Even the business is a system. I'm creating a system where I can have somebody manage this motherfucker to manage this motherfucker to run a store. You feel me? But now with the brick and mortar shit all disappearing and we got AI, you're not going to see anything physical in a long time. You're for, for a long time. Probably anymore. So now teach your babies to develop systems. Systems aren't hard. You figure out all of the information that's your inertia stage. Now in that inertia stage, you figure out how you can make this automate by itself. That's where your rhythm is developing. And as you develop in your rhythm, you see what makes it speed up, what makes it go slower. Take out what makes it go slower, enhance what makes it speed up. Now when it gets to a rhythm where it's effective and it, be, it develops, when the, when the rhythm reaches a point where the momentum can be stopped, you got you a system. And then you teach them how to protect their rhythm. Because you protect the rhythm, everything else works. You feel what I'm saying? Our babies need to see this early. Everybody don't need to do lemonade stands. Everybody don't need to go play sports and no shit like that. Everybody can create a system, though. You find out what it is that your baby is good at, what you good at and everything like that, and you develop a system off that shit, you got it. The thing that I developed the system on is being myself. It just so happens that master in the market and shit like that, because that was me being me. You feel me? That's what I'm, that's my rhythm. One of my rhythms is how well I can continue to be myself. <laughs> when I got to start capping myself and I can't talk like I want to talk or move how I want to move, then it's, I'm not in, that's not in my rhythm. I take it out. You feel me? And that's what I'm branding. That's what I'm moving. That's what our babies are, you know, going forward. Look, your babies, look, we in a space where it's, it's all you need is a website. Your babies, your baby should have a website and you should start teaching them how to develop a system. Develop a system, gain up all of the information, take all of the information that they can take in, start applying the information and learning it and get to a point, develop their rhythm and move it forward. And then your babies, by the time they're 18 years old, they have a system already in place to go on in life. And that that's what it is. Our parents are supposed to get us to 18 years old and they're supposed to teach us how to create a system to make ourselves beneficial and profitable to the rest of the world. But they don't. They teach us to go to school to get a good job. And you wonder why they took the trades out of the school. Because when you have a trade, now you can create a business. Not only can you create a business, you can create a system. Now you have rhythms. That's what business is. Teach business to our babies the right way. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see you all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.